Hello, Hunter. Hello, Cody. What you doing, my friend? I'm just hanging out, you know. Just uh, hmm. just living La Vida Loca. You know, that's about the best way to live. I don't really know <laughs> what that means, though. Well, uh, I think it's Spanish for I'm doing all right. You know, I, you could have told me anything, and I would have no clue if you were lying, so I'm going to roll with it. I'm definitely lying. <laughs> I think it means, I think it's, I think it really means like living crazy. I don't know, but the, <laughs> uh, I've, I've probably butchered it. I don't speak Spanish, so I, I apologize let's, to let's those out there who are fluent. show how uncultured we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so my flashlight I thought was broken. Uh, it was charging and everything, but I could not for the life of me get the light to come on on it. Uh, so I was just fooling with it here while I was waiting for us to get started. And um, turns out that the cap just wasn't screwed on all the way. Well, at least it wasn't broken. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I've uh, I've had it sitting here fiddling with it for about a week now because I couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. And turns out I'm just an idiot. <laughs> No, it just slipped through the cracks, man. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, my my brain's got a lot of cracks in it lately, but it is what it is. Well, it, sometimes it is what it is. It is what it is. You are correct. <laughs> and uh, welcome, son, baby. Since that's the the name that's just stuck. Hope you all are <laughs> are doing well. I uh, hope hope everybody's had a had a good good week so far. We're cranking this episode out really last minute here uh, just because of life. But you know what? We got some good stuff for you coming up here. That's right. Because I just got back from Disney World. Ooh! I have not purposely. We we have worked it out to where I have not heard any of this. So I will be candidly reacting. The only thing I got was a picture of the Falcon and information on the fact that it was kind of busy but not too bad. That's all I know. (laughs) Yeah, we were, uh, we'll jump right into it. We were down there, and as we were the night before, I was getting last-minute packing and stuff, a hurricane was coming through Cuba. And <laughs> we were, uh, it was uncertain where it was, which path it was going to take. Uh, we were in Orlando, so that's more towards the eastern middle part of the state. And, uh, we, I'll tell you what, buddy, we got a little bit of rain every day, but overall it was pleasant outside just because it was moderately overcast pretty much every single day. Oh, that um, sounds lovely. Yeah, it was, it was real nice. The, uh, the sun, we had one day when our last day in the park where the sun was just beating down. It felt like 102 according to the, the app on my phone. But every other day, it, it felt pretty good, except for Wednesday. Wednesday, we were down there, and, you know, we had showers every day, but they were really short. Wednesday, it just piss-poured the rain most of the day. Oh, geez. It was off and on, like, sporadic. So we had rain for, like, really, really hard, like, torrential downpour for, like, five or six minutes at a time, and then it stopped, and you could get where you were going. But if you were stuck outside during the tsunami that came, then boy, oh boy. And guess what? 
at one point we got stuck outside. Did you bring ponchos and, and stuff with you? So here's what happened. On the first day, we were exp- it was supposed to rain. We knew it was. We all had ponchos, rain jackets. Second day, it rained a little bit less. Um, the forecast was showing that the the bands were going to just barely hit Orlando. So it, we were just going to get just some scattered showers. Had the poncho, used it a couple times, but mainly just shook it off and folded it up and put it in my pocket. Yeah. The third day, the Wednesday we were there, uh, or I guess it would have been Thursday we were there, because uh, we were Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays when we were in the park. So on Thursday, third day, Caroline said, look at the weather. There's only a 12 or 17% chance of rain. Can't remember which it was. She's like, don't even bring your poncho. We're not going to need it. Hunter, well, for we something that it. fits in your pocket, I just, I'm just saying, if it fits in your pocket, just you'd rather, it's not like you're carrying around a safe. I, I know, but <laughs> I was trusting that the weather was going to be really nice that day. And, you know, it fits in there, but when you're walking as much as you have to walk in Disney, every little bit of weight you can shed helps. Um, I had, obviously, my phone. Uh, couldn't really carry a pocket knife with me, but I had a uh, little flashlight with me. I had my little metal straw, you know, just things that I had to, I, I always keep on me. But um, I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm not going to bring it because you told me not to. Hunter, we got stuck outside in a line waiting. And when I tell you, the floodgates opened. There was no tree you could hide under. There was no <laughs> sign you could stand under, no logo. Oh, it was raining things. sideways. Like Ollie would have been proud. It was raining sideways. And I, all I could do was just sit there, hold my head down, and just stand. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've been in line for, for 20 minutes already waiting for a ride. And I'm like, I don't have a poncho. There's nowhere close for me to go get under. And I'm not going to hop into the bamboo forest that is here. So uh, you'll get I got lost. You'll become, you'll become a Disney savage. <laughs> That's how it happens, man. It's like and, that guy uh, that, was, that you were talking about from your work that just vanished into the woods. That would be you, <laughs> but for Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. That was the one day out of the entire time we were there that I wore tennis shoes. And, oh, they were so gross. They were so squish, squishy. Squish, squish, squash. Oh. And I, I wore a shirt that it's kind of an athletic shirt, but for some reason it just did not want to dry out. And I know it's because there wasn't sun, but I would, I would think that my body heat would dry it out. But, man, it just stuck to me and... I felt like the marshmallow man because it was it was form fitting at that point. And I'm I'm old school. I wear cargo shorts every chance I get when it's hot. So, you know, those are pretty hefty. So they were uh, they were holding in water. So it, it was not a pleasant time for me, to say the least. Well, that was that, just one day, though, right? Yes. Yes, that okay, was one well, day. That's good. Yep. Um, 
that was the day that we were in Hollywood Studios. And since we're talking about that, I'll just hit on there the first day. This is where the Star Wars area is. Uh, first off, let me say, if you're going to Disney and you're planning to ride Rise of the Resistance, you have to get onto the app and try to reserve your spot in the queue at 7 a.m. And then they do another one at 1 a.m. Or sorry, 1 p.m., not 1 a.m. 1 p.m. And you have to be ready, like refreshing your phone at like 6.58 in the morning. This thing filled up in less than one minute from the when it opened at 8 o'clock, I believe, until the 1 o'clock time period. Wow. So worth it. So, so worth it. This ride was so, so cool. Uh, and when you, because you have a spot reserved, you know, they, they put you into a boarding group. So at certain times during your time period, you have an hour to go to get on the ride. So starts at one. We were group 64 was, I believe was our number. Mm-hmm. And when you're going to get on, it's really cool because it takes you through like, it looks almost like a like the ship itself. So you're going through and you go through like a lab space. You go through kind of the armory area. So yeah. it's re- it, it is so well designed. And you cruise right through it because it's boarded groups at a time. So you go in and the... One spot on it is the first part, kind of like the pre-ride. There's like a hologram and, you know, they're there telling you, it's like, welcome to the resistance, uh, get ready for training. And then they're boarding you onto a, um, onto a ship that is going to take you to another resistance outpost. Cause the one that you're at is going to be, uh, like the, uh, the bad guys know where it's at, so they're coming. So you have to go and you get on the ship, but it crash lands because you get caught. And then they have they have people that come and board on with you, and like you know this this is our property now, and you go through like this interrogation phase. Super super cool. They've got the authentic uniforms. You go through a section. There's like stormtroopers all lined up, like. I don't know, probably a hundred of them just in rows. Super, super well-made, well-designed. But the cool part about the ride is, I believe what Disney's going to is there's no tracks for the ride. Ooh. Yeah, so it's not like a roller coaster or something that you get on that you follow up. I mean, obviously it has paths that they follow, but you get on, you're color-coded, and you they have basically four groups that go with each party or whatever. You have two carts that, that you go in, two, uh, two groups per cart. And when you're going through it, I guess it's magnets that they have in the floor. You have these droids that have been hacked by the resistance here, and they're trying to get you out of this, uh, out of this pr- jail. And it takes you going through, but you get caught, and it just runs you like all over the, the ship. So, 
So it's like they're out of control and the droids just have no idea what they're doing. So it's like taking you on elevators and you split up with the other groups. You have like different paths that you take, but there's no track. So it's really like the droids are actually driving the vehicles. Oh, that's cool. Oh, dude, it is so awesome. Because you literally, you get to see like, obviously Disney, they're going to have the most top-notch um top-notch mannequins and things like that that are there, robots and all that. So everything just looks so real. And the different scenes that they have, like it shows people walking in it, uh, guys that are hunkered down telling you, you know, go, 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 go here, go there. Incredible ride. I 100% understand the hype behind it, and I believe that it is 100% justified. I've ridden... I've ridden rides at parks all over the country, and this one was definitely, definitely top two. And I'm a roller coaster junkie, so I it, it may be the best ride I've ever been on. Wow, that's saying something. Yeah, it was incredible. And and the thing, it's not like a, it's like a ten minute ride that you're on there, so it's not just like a oh, boom boom you're done. Like it, it takes you all around this entire area, like the ship. You're going to different floors, like I said. It shows parts for like uh, lightsabers or like uh, busting through the roof when Kylo Ren's chasing you down. Huh. Incredible. Incredible. Uh, I wanted to, as Caroline's like, can you see if we can get another reservation? <laughs> <laughs> can we go again? <laughs> you can only get one a day, but man, it is incredible. I. Uh, if you don't get the seven o'clock uh, boarding time, be ready at one o'clock to uh, to reserve your spot because it's it's worth every second that you have to wait for it. Okay. Love the ride, and I think that's where the future of Disney rides are going is kind of that magnetic bottom that it's more like a free roaming thing than it is. I think kind of like bumper cars, you know, they got the magnets on top, but they there there's no like path they have to take. I think that it's something like that because there's another new ride at the, at the very beginning of the park and it's at that same style. So I'm excited to see what's, uh, what's coming in the future. Is the one that you're talking about, the other new ride, is that uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway? Yes. So, that one I'm excited to, to ride too. Yeah, so Caroline and I were in line for that one with um, her dad and sister, but we didn't get to ride it because we almost missed our uh, time to go and make a droid. Which oh. Is, yeah, so they wrote it, said it was it was very good. It's a little more jerky than the uh, Rise of the Resistance, they said, but, mm-hmm. dude, let me just go ahead and shift on now to the droid-making yeah, process. I'm interested in that. <clears throat> so it's super, super cool. You go into the building, and I would recommend that you go ahead and reserve a time if you're going to go to it, um, because they have a walk-up standby. But you know, it's kind of you're kind of at the mercy of the speed of the people in front of you if you do that, because you can really take a lot of time if you're just kind of looking over everything. But you go in and you pick your model if you want an R R series or if you want a B series, and. Uh, I made the R series, just kind of the Star Wars that I grew up watching. And then Caroline made one of the B series because that's kind of where she jumped in later on. Mm-hmm. You go through and you have a bunch of different options that you can pick. So 
they have obviously you pick the color scheme that you want, but you can they have different um, different heads for them all. You can get different legs. You can all sorts of different stuff that you can get for them. Um, I started out with a uh, I wanted to do a black and orange scheme. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find a in black and orange head, but I found the clear and orange. So I went with that and then everything else I blacked out. Um, later on, you can buy different, uh, different plastic pieces to fit into areas. So you can kind of accent it the way that you want. So I got the scheme that I wanted, but you go through and obviously they have a basic model that just gives you just the joy that you can ride or you can drive around. Think of it kind of like an RC car, uh, it has a remote control, move it around, uh, it, you can buy different stuff for it, make different noises and things like that. But if you do the upgraded model, it gives you a backpack, which I'd highly recommend because they don't ship to hotels right now. So you just have to carry around this box or leave and come back. So can I pause you for just a second? Were you staying on property yeah. or were you staying? So we were staying at a Disney hotel. So they don't ship your stuff right now. They, they won't like, you can't drop it off and send it back to your room if you're staying at a resort? No. What you do is they will ship to your home. You put the, you, you, they have for like the lightsabers or for the, uh, for the droids, you can put, and you fill out a piece of paper, they got a bin that you put it all in, like when you want it shipped, because when you're going home, things like that. Uh, and they will ship it to your home, wherever you live but they will not ship to the hotels right now. Oh, well, that stinks. We were planning on doing that with our lightsabers. Yep, because that was what I was going to do because it was, you know, it was raining raining sideways, so I was going to just have them take our stuff and us pick it up at the hotel, but they are not doing that right now. Not to say it's not coming back soon. Tons of stuff has opened up, like, just literally in the week before we got there, but... Um, they are not shipping to your hotel room at the at the time that we were there. So be wary of that. But that's what I'm oh, saying. If you, if you do the upgraded package, you get a you get a backpack to keep it in. And the way it's going right now at Disney, you cannot you can obviously find some lockers around to use, but uh, your whatever you have with you has to go on the ride with you, every single ride. So, well. But yeah, dude, so you go through, and if you pick the upgraded model, you get this, um, they call it, I'm trying to think what they call it, it's not an emotion chip, personality chip, and they have a bunch of different ones, and they control the different noises that it makes, and how they, it, it will interact with other droids, and that's a really cool part of it, because obviously there's tons of people just walking around carrying these things, so you'll be walking, talking to whoever you're with, and then all of a sudden your droid's like... And it like turns its head to look at another one. Oh, that's cool. It's super neat. Super, super cool. But you go through and they have these different stations once you pick all your stuff out. And they have a guy there or a lady that will come through and they'll kind of, you know, they have the whole gimmick going of, you know, thank you for coming to whatever the name of the shop is. And they start assembling it. And then, you know, they have you... They, they piece it together so you don't break it, and then you, they have these uh, electric screwdrivers for you to tighten everything up, and they check it and whatnot. Then they do this cool activation phase, and all it's doing is just uh, syncing up your remote to your droid. I mean, it's <laughs> it, it's nothing spectacular, but they got this. They got a cool 
cool display for it. So it goes in like this canister, um, and then it has these lights that are that come up sequentially, and they say these different things on them. So it looks like they're bringing a droid to life when really they've just turned on the power and and synced it up with your remote, but. Yeah, but it, that's, it's, that's it's part a, of the fun and part of the magic. That's, that's pretty cool. That, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's it's totally worth the experience. They, they're they pricey, but man, they are so, so cool. I thoroughly enjoyed the entire process of going through it because the, the shop that you go through, it's got like a conveyor belt that's running on the top that has like old droid parts. So it's just like the display, <laughs> and then they have like tons and tons of of like scrap droids that are sitting up on the shelves. So it looks like you're actually in a shop where you would go to build one. It's That's uh pretty it's cool. It, yeah. It's super neat. And like I said, you can you can of course go and buy like other chips. You can buy other legs for them. You can buy for the R models. I don't think they have anything extra for the for the B models, but for the R's you can you can get blasters or you can get toolkits or serving kits. And what they do <laughs> is they yeah, they piece onto the uh, to the legs directly, and there's a button on the remote that is specifically for uh, those uh, for the R models that uh, let let you control whatever other attachment that you got. So I got the blasters for mine, <laughs> but I was afraid my dog would eat the the toolkit. But it, it it's super neat. I'll, I t- we were playing with them in the room that night, and I was uh, as soon as Caroline. Uh, was getting ready for bed. She came out of the bathroom. I had it sitting there. I ran it over to her and started shooting her in the leg with it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's neat, man. It, you'll thoroughly enjoy the experience. Um, and, you know, the cool thing about it is that you had people from little kids that are in there all the way up to people that were far older than we were in there. So you just have all sorts of fans come together to do this cool thing. And it, it's just neat. super, super neat experience that, uh, that you can go through with it. Thoroughly enjoyed that part. We, uh, cool. we didn't make the lightsabers, but, uh, we, we did the droids. So I'd imagine the lightsaber experience is just as good. Well, I'll tell you what, we're, Bree and I are going to go. Well, I mean, we haven't, we haven't got it, uh, scheduled yet, but, our plan is when we're there, we're going to go do the lightsaber. You know, I've already got one um, yeah. that uh, some some of my friends uh, went to Disney and they let me pay them to build a lightsaber for me. And so they built it and brought it back and I really like it. But when Bree and I go in October for our honeymoon, our plan is to go actually do the experience and each of us are going to build one. So I'll have – I'll get a second one and she'll get her first. Uh, so the good news is I can report on that. So we, we have the droids covered now and then, uh, TD (laughs) TBD on the, uh, lightsabers in October. So. Yeah, dude, it's a, the entire place is super cool. They, they've themed it so well and they have just like you see in the advertisements. And if you watch any of the videos for it on, uh, on YouTube, they have the different characters that come out, and um, they have this big perch area where they have. Sometimes it's uh, it's start or stormtroopers that come out. Sometimes it's resistance uh, leaders that come out, and uh, you know they talk to the crowd and interact with them. So it's super neat there. And then there's one spot where Kylo Ren comes out, 
and he does this whole big monologue and uh, he'll like call people out of the crowd. And uh, it, it's just a super, super cool experience just all the way around. If you're hmm. even a super casual fan as I am with Star Wars, you will love this place if you get the chance to go. And everything like, they did so well with the details, like on the Millennium Falcon, you can go and you can look like part of it that's overhanging. You can walk under it and you can see like different, uh, different hoses that are connecting and different pipes going to different pumps and things like that. So it, it looks like a functioning ship. And that's so yeah. cool. I am like, and, I, I am really excited to see it. I, I know people have been able to take a picture in front of it. But it looked like, mm-hmm. like the picture you sent me, it looked like there was just like so many people that it would be really hard to take a picture in front of it without getting like a ton of other people in it. So Disney has this cool thing where it's like 30 bucks. It's called the, it's like photo, photo memories or something like that. And all throughout the park at some of the major points, and this is for all four Disney parks. Uh, at some of the major spots, they have these people that are literally just there to take pictures. They're Disney employees. And mm-hmm. what they do is they'll scan your your bands and they'll take your pictures and it uploads it right to the app. And you have like two months worth of time to download them all. They're all high res and everything like that. So you can you could get some on your phone and uh, people are pretty good. If you're taking a picture somewhere, they'll wait for you to take it so you know they're not walking right in front of you or right next to you for the most part. But um, if you the the employees that work there will kind of wait for you to uh, have a clear shot before they take the pictures and everything. So it's worth the it's worth the money to do do that part of it because it automatically uploads those pictures right to uh, right to the app and you you have those you know. Uh, for 60 days to download them onto a computer or whatever. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, though, it, there's actually one of the rides there. We didn't get to go on it, but it takes you through the uh, through the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yeah, so. Is that uh, the one it, where you get to fly it? Is that what that ride is? Yeah, it's the... Uh, uh, trying to think what it is you're you're basically like a uh isn't it called smugglers run or something yes 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 i was gonna have to think of the word smuggler smugglers run so that's the one that takes you through it where you actually get to like pilot it and everybody has a different job on the ship oh that's cool yeah yeah we're we're hoping to do that one while we're there we're doing hollywood studios twice so we'll we'll go two days out of our trip because we know there's a there's a lot we want to do there yeah definitely that's what i was gonna say if you since you're going twice i kind of break it up so you can enjoy it because you know there is a lot of other areas of the park that are that are cool to go to like the tower of terrors there in hollywood studios i believe the aerosmith roller coasters there those are both really really good mm-hmm. um some of the new ones and you know most of the, the stuff avatar stuff we're we're excited about the avatar stuff that was that was gonna be my next one. I was getting. Oh, I'm to. so sorry. I'm oh, gonna oh, quit interrupting. Good, <laughs> I'm <laughs> just. I'm really really into it now because you're getting yeah, me all man. excited. Yeah, yeah, you're good, man. Uh, yeah, plan it out for for Hollywood Studios so you can kind of break it up because you're gonna have to wait in pretty much every park for the the good rides. Most everything the the for the you know scenic ride. You know the top tier ones that everybody wants to ride. 
the shortest that we were we ever waited was about 45 minutes so you know that oh, wow. that yeah by the time you take in anything that you do to go shopping and if you're doing those droid experiences or the lightsaber experience and then going to eat and just taking breaks and things like that pictures so just uh, fly by yeah yeah you, you know we we didn't get to write it's not like dollywood or somewhere like that that you go you're uh you're having to wait a while and you're so you kind of got to be picky and choosy about what you want to ride but moving on now to uh animal kingdom animal kingdom has since i was little always been my favorite just because i love the way the park looks but i'll i'll get to the avatar stuff here in a minute but one of the coolest coolest things i've seen it was a show and it was basically like a tribute to the lion king that they have there and they've got actors that are or voice actors that are there and performers and things like that hunter and i'm not really even embarrassed to say it this this performance was so good and it was probably 25 or 30 minutes it made me tear up like that's how that's how good this show was. Uh, I love The Lion King growing up. That was my favorite Disney movie, still is to this day. But just they perform so well, and it's just so, so pretty and everything. I literally was tearing up in certain parts of it. Like, it was that good just watching it. And they hmm. do a bunch of these shows throughout the day. So if you're in Animal Kingdom, go to that uh, tribute to The Lion King. I don't know if that was the exact name of it, but it it's the only show of that sort that's there. So definitely go to that one. It's 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 worth that. But well, yeah, I'm you go to the that. you go to you go to the Pandora area, and uh, both of the rods that are over there, absolutely stunning. So well created, so well made, so well designed. Uh, let me pull up the names of them here. Because uh, I, I want to, I want everybody to make sure that they get the names. Because both of these um, were l- long waits. You need to, as soon as you, go, you need to go into Animal Kingdom, and you need to get there when it opens, and you need to immediately go to Flight of Passage. Okay. We got th- we got there as literally as soon as the park opened and like there were people that were literally running to this ride, okay? It wraps all the way around. I'd say probably a quarter of the park this ride line wraps around and back across the across the bridge. Like it it packs up so quick. We had to wait I, be- I believe where we were at uh we were waiting for uh, 90 minutes and we got there as soon as the park opened whenever I saw the line last it was at 175 minute wait wow yeah so it's kind of if you not everybody liked the Avatar movie I loved it I think it was ahead of its time uh, in what it what it did but uh, this ride you go through and it takes you through the different labs and it takes you through just different areas of uh memorable stuff of the the movie but the whole point of it is that they're linking you up with one of the navi people and uh you are 
essentially doing your first ride on the Banshee. And what you do is you go and you sit down on, on the seat for it. And it's, it's designed to the way you're sitting. It's like how you would actually be sitting on one in the movie, if that makes sense. So it's like, you're actually in the position you would be. So you're like straddling it. Yes. Like, Hey, And the coolest part is that they have you put it's it's kind of like one of those 3D rides like it moves but you have to have glasses on to be able to get the full immersion. Mm-hmm. Hunter, I was on this ride and my mouth was open just in awe of how much detail and how beautiful it was and how well well made and thought out. Because when you're on it with those glasses, you can look around and the screen is like you're in the world. So you're getting to see like all the trees and you're getting to see all the plants and all the, you know, Avatar is so great because of how beautiful it is. You know, the colors and and the fluorescence and the, the neons, the black lights and everything. And you get to actually see that like you're riding on one of the banshees that are in there. And they have it set up to where you feel with the sound of like your banshee breathing your the seat where you're sitting in has pieces that move so it's like you feel the thing itself breathing that's so cool and there's parts where you'll like go over the ocean and you know they they put out like this salty smell so it's like you're smelling the ocean when you're when you're going over it and like it has waves coming up and some of the other creatures and fish. And it was just incredible. I wanted to just sit there and just watch because the rise designed, you're following somebody like uh, training, not training you, but like guiding you on your first passage. Yeah. But I couldn't stop just looking around at how incredibly beautiful this was and just the the full immersion experience that that it is because you you smell it you see it you hear it you feel it and that's just something that uh in old rides that's just not a thing so getting that full sense immersion the only thing you didn't do is taste it (laughs) i mean (laughs) well maybe if you open your mouth (laughs) (laughs) start licking the handlebars on everything well well during during the waning days of COVID, i don't know if that's a good idea let's let the pandemic simmer down and then you can start licking the stuff at disney that's the best part licking disney (laughs) But, (laughs) but no man it's it's incredible the the ride is so so nice um it does move you around so if you get motion sickness from like 3d stuff or rapid jerks things like that it might bother you a little bit but um if that's not something that bothers you or if you're just willing to tough it out literally as soon as you you need to be up and ready when the like well before the park opens and since you're there at disney if you're staying at a disney uh disney resort or hotel you get to get into the park early before rides open. Yeah. So, so as soon as you get there, immediately just I, obvi- like literally you'll see people running to it. We just did a brisk walk to it, but the line does not ever go down. The entire day, the line, after we were there, I never saw it under a 100-minute wait. Wow. Yeah. So... Uh, plan for it, go do it. 
because, like I said, you're going through the different areas and you get the immersion from the movie. But, dude, just having all of your senses engaged on this ride, being able to feel feel it breathing, smelling the ocean as you go over it. it That's incredible. It was, it, it was, once again, like, it's... That one also I'd have to put into some of my top rides I've ever ridden just because of of how good they of how good it was. Just um, how detailed. Oh, oh man. Disney does a lot of things right, a lot of things wrong, but the 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 thing that they never ever, in my opinion, get wrong is the detail in in things like that, especially new rides. And mm just being able to experience this whole world that, you know, we saw what, when did Avatar come out? 2008? Forever ago. Yeah. Yeah. A a decade and a half ago. So getting to experience something that you saw way back then. So worth it. Uh, The other one that's up there with, with that is the Navi river journey, which is, Mm -hmm. it's a very slow moving. You're in a boat, uh, no jerks, nothing, no scares, anything like that. Uh, It's, it's another very beautiful ride. Uh, the line is completely shaded, so if it's really hot, you're needing to take a break and you just want to have a chill ride to go through, definitely go through that one. Um, it's another one of those that it's just beautifully made. It, You know, the colors and the way that they have made this movie, and I realized it after going through these rides, is that all the colors that they have were made from black lights. So it's really dark in there and you see these like neon colors all around you and you see like shadows of the different animals jumping on leaves and you hear the sounds and things like that. It's a great ride too. And it's one that anybody could do uh, super, super chill going through it, just floating along the water. Uh, we jumped right into that one after we got off of the flight of passage Uh it was probably, it said it was a 55-minute wait. We probably waited about 35 minutes through it, so it went a lot quicker. But it's another one that you definitely want to jump on. Well, that's not too bad. Did you see the, uh, they say that the uh, the animatronic in that ride, the one that she's like sitting cross-legged and waving her oh, hands around, they yeah. say that's the most realistic animatronic in the park. Uh, Hunter, I thought it was a person. Oh, There's did you really no, not know it was an animatronic until just now? No, no, I did, but like when oh. you see it, you think it's a. <laughs> I was like, well, one, one person sitting there singing the same song for twelve hours a day. No, it's uh, there's there's no robotic so movements. It literally looks like like it's real, and like the mouth movements are just so natural. The hand movements and. I think the hardest thing for robotics and animatronics are fingers. They don't quite have that smooth uh, glide that that like people have when they're, you know, closing their fist, opening things like that. This one, perfect. You you see the fingers move, you see the hands move, and there's no stutter, no no catches, no hitches, or anything like that. It is it is perfect and it is spot on with everything that, uh, that it does. So it, for that alone, that ride is, is worth going on. I'd, uh, I almost wanted to go back through again just to see it just because of how good it was. But that's one of the ones that I'm really excited about. Um, oh, in animal and, and kingdom from, is yeah, dude, 
coming from some, you know, like you and I, that, you know, that the animatronics and robotics, you know, that stuff that, that we're familiar with and, and just see, just seeing the, the level of detail and, and everything, it shows you how good those engineers are that, that work there and that design that stuff and that, that code those and program them. Incredible, incredible. So well done. Um, I know not everybody goes to Animal Kingdom when you make a Disney trip, but uh, in my opinion, it's 100% worth it. 100%. I was I was really excited about Avatar, uh, the Avatar stuff, but I hadn't I didn't know a whole lot about. It. Like I've watched walkthroughs and you know people saying, "Oh, this ride's great," and you know the, the basic YouTube Disney stuff. But to hear you talk about it definitely makes me more excited about it. Oh yeah, Rise of the Resistance and the uh, Flight of Passage, two best rides at all of Disney. Oh heck yeah! Yeah. Uh say what else do we do? Um, Animal Kingdom. They have this cool safari that you can go on. It's about a ten minute ride. Uh, they have a a person that drives a vehicle, and they have all sorts of uh, exotic animals there that you can go through and see. Um, Hippopotamus, elephants, um, they got all sorts of antelope species that are there. Um, uh, wildebeest, you know, typical safari things when you think of it. It's a very cool thing to go through. Um, that line, it's usually pretty long, but it's covered for most of it, so it, it's a good one. Uh, and you get to see a lot of stuff that really you wouldn't get to ever see anywhere else. So well, that's pretty and, cool. Yeah, and you're right up, right up, you know, in close. You're you're dri- you're in a vehicle, and somebody is actually driving you in this vehicle. So the road's bumpy. The you know there's slants in the road, uh, drop offs, things like that. So it's like you're on a real safari, actually going you'll have through. To, it. You'll have to forgive this as a really stupid question, but are they robotic animals or are they real animals? No, no, no. These are real animals. Oh, wow. Look at there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, alligators, giraffes, um, like I said, hippos, all sorts of birds. And one cool thing that um, they were telling us is that a lot of the bird, well, I think all but just a few that have to be there just because of uh, safety things, but most of the birds that are there are, uh, that's just a stop on their migratory pattern. So really, uh, yeah. So, you know, we went in July, but there may be totally different birds there when you all go in October and they don't restrict these, these birds. They let them just fly as, as they, they see fit. It's not all of them, of course, but, but a lot of, yeah. Flamingos are going, are through there. We saw a bunch of baby flamingos. Um, Flamingos are my one of my favorite animals because I think that having a leg that's that's backwards is just the weirdest thing ever. So I <laughs> uh, saw those, and and there's stuff always out and about grazing. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if it's really hot and you all go through and you get done with the Avatar stuff, it'd be worth going through, uh, maybe in jump in line at the safari because they say that the animals are most active at the in the early part of the day versus in the evening. So like uh, when it's the hottest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, definitely, definitely try to get that in the upper half of the day because they're more active, but 
yeah, super cool. And let's see, is there anything else big that we did there? Uh, that's probably it for Animal Kingdom, the big highlights. Uh, we okay. went to Epcot one day. Uh, Epcot is its own own thing. You either like Epcot style of park or you don't like it. You go through like different countries as you mm-hmm. kind of walk around the park. Um, they have foods from different places wherever you're at. Uh, things oh, like that. Cool. Yep. So you'll you know you'll go through Kenya and it walks right into uh, Germany, which walks right into you know Italy, which you'll walk into the U.S., Canada. Like they have all sorts of different countries that are there and the shopping in each area is stuff that you would like traditional to that country. Um, and then you can keep going around the park. They have some rides there. The, uh, the frozen ride. Um, it's really, really good. I'd recommend you, you jump on that one. Uh, weight's usually pretty good. And the entire place that you, when you get inside the building is air conditioned. So, Hey, um, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, it's a really good ride, even if you're not a huge fan of the movie. Uh, the ride is is really really good. Um, let's see the the Mexico area is really cool. Uh, you go inside of it, and they have it's it's this Daffy Duck ride. Apparently, Daffy Duck was in a mariachi band. Don't ask me about yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but there's a ride where. You mean, like, wait a minute. You mean Donald Duck, right? Daffy Donald Duck, Duck is Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah not Donald <laughs> Duck. Daff- yeah, Donald Duck was in a mariachi band, and you're, you're trying to help the other two members find him as he's traveling around. It's a cool little ride. It's you know, it's another one of those you're in a boat, and it just kind of moves you around. So oh, well, that was a cool, cool one. Um, i trying to think what else we did while we were there. And nothing, nothing really, really super sticking out to me with that one. We we did some other stuff that's that's there. Um, you can go and and do the what was it called? Uh, I don't remember. But uh, if you're a big eater, there's a ton of snacks, ton of quick things you can get at Epcot. So, uh, you know. That's one that if if you want to try things from all over the world, that's that's the day that I'd I'd plan to to snack all day because <laughs> that's what that's what we did. We ate we ate a ton while we were there. And uh, then my wife's favorite, Magic Kingdom. Of course, that's where the castles are at. Um, you get the cliche Disney rides. Uh, the Peter Pan ride was really cool. It's an old ride, but it takes you like you're actually flying with Peter Pan. Uh, the designs that they've done of making like a super miniaturized city, like, and you see like cars driving and everything. Uh, that's really cool. Um, the worst ride I've ever ridden in my entire life. It's a small world. That ride is a fever dream. It's awful. I uh, I did that in middle school at Disneyland in California, and Bree and I have already said like, no, there's no way we're going. On. It's a small world. There's just no oh, way. You should go on it once, just so you can remember. Uh, whenever you're in a down place in your life, remember it could always be worse. You could be trapped on it's a small world. <laughs> oh, you uh, see, I've I I already 
always remember. There's, there's no forgetting that. Uh, that ride was literally the worst thing I've ever been on. It literally plays It's a Small World the entire ride. And this, for some reason, this ride lasted about 98 minutes, it seemed like. Uh, I hated it the longer than most movies. (laughs) Oh, literally, and it's got like think uh, you know you know Chucky the doll that kills people. Yeah, yeah, Child's Play. Every one of these dolls looks kind of like Chucky. (laughs) Every one of them. You know what? One of them. There's that's a good way to describe it. I do remember them being like that. (laughs) I was waiting for I was waiting for them to start jumping in our boat. Like that's honestly the the, <laughs> the the position I was in. Uh, that ride's a fever dream. I had a nightmare about it that night, and the bad part <laughs> is that as you walk by it, you hear the music. So oh, just, no, there's just no escaping that. it. No, there's not. It's horrible. <laughs> For some reason, Caroline's dad wanted to ride it. Like as soon as we got there, he's like, "Let's go, let's go to this one." Uh, if you've never ridden it, go ahead and ride it. Like I said, so you'll know how bad life can really be. But uh, if you've ridden it before, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely yeah. terrible. Uh, see, there's one that's called the uh, Mickey's Philhar Magic. So it's like he's a composer. That's a really cool one. You're basically just sitting in an auditorium and you wear 3D glasses and like the the screen moves and it takes you through like different um, Disney movies. It, oh, it's a really cool. cool. Yeah, it's a really cool one. Um, I'd recommend that one. You're you're just sitting the whole time, so it's anybody can do that one. Um, there's a I'm trying to think what it's called. It's 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 a it's a riverboat ride that you can hop on that it takes you like a almost like a water safari. Uh, oh, that's Jungle a good Cruise. One. Yeah, Jungle Cruise. That's a good one. Uh, long line for it. Every then entire day had a really long line for that one uh but it, it's a good ride lasts about 10 minutes so you can get you a break sitting there um let's see what else did we hit anything else over in that area uh nothing i'm trying to run through the park in my in my mind right now oh i see uh, you can go over to Tomorrowland, which is a really cool area. Uh, they have the Buzz Lightyear ride that's over there. They have um, a lot of futuristic rides that not really futuristic now because they're they're really old. But a, a, a great, I think it's called Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. That's mm-hmm. a that's a weird one that Disney came up with decades and decades and decades ago um it's a neat little one you're in like a carousel that moves and he takes you through like the 20s the 40s the 60s things like that and talks about it and so that's that was a neat one uh it lasts about 25 minutes i believe for the entire thing um too bad yeah caroline absolutely loved the magic kingdom just because of disney but, uh, it, you know, not my favorite. I'd much prefer like Hollywood studios or something like that, but, uh, they do have a really, really incredible fireworks show every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you're getting park hoppers, it's worth 
just jumping over maybe one day if you don't really care about Magic Kingdom, it's worth jumping over one uh, one day to go and just watch the fireworks at night. Uh, absolutely incredible fireworks show. I don't really even oh, like fireworks, yeah. but uh, they have they have these scenes displayed on the castle, and the fireworks are like uh, in unison with the different songs and things that are playing. Uh, they have a girl in a Tinkerbell outfit that she's on this big zip line that she zip lines from the castle, like literally probably probably 180 feet up in the air. Super, super cool. Um, it lasts about 15 or 16 minutes, I believe. We went there three nights to watch it, if that tells you how much Caroline enjoyed it. So three she nights. liked it a little bit. Yeah, loved it. <laughs> I've uh I got some pictures of her. Um, I hit on it in a minute, but when we had we had dinner in uh, Cinderella's castle one night, and it was right when the fireworks were going off, and I got I believe some of the best candid photos that have ever been taken of her. So she uh, she enjoyed it thoroughly, That's to cool. say the very very least. Uh, it's worth going, even if you don't like fireworks. Just the the sheer uh, sheer magnitude of what they do and and just the display on the castle that they do. So, so, so good. Uh, I'd recommend you, you go and see that. But uh, that that highlights my my trip for the rides. Um, my, my big focus, really, if I'm being honest, when I was there was seeing what, what food I could eat at Disney World. Um, there's, in Tomorrowland, there's a really good diner. Uh, they have pretty some pretty darn good burgers. Um, I'm gluten-free, so I can only hit on what I ate, but uh, they were really, really good. We ate there, I believe, three times throughout the week. Um, there's one place that's over in... Uh, it's right around the uh, right around the riverboat, and uh, it, it's, like, it's a sit-down restaurant, you need to make reservations for it. It's like the only sit-down restaurant over there, but uh, it's so good. The the waiters know, uh, know like off the menu items you can get. Have a ton of gluten-free options if you need that. Everybody enjoyed enjoyed their meal that night. Uh, I, I had pad thai that night, so it's kind of weird having pad thai in an African-themed restaurant. <laughs> but you know, I went uh, with you know. it. And uh, they, there's these rolls that you can get if you've ever been to a Brazilian steakhouse. Do you know what I'm talking about there, Hunter? Yes, yes. Been? Where, they, okay. where they shave off the big meat. Well, yeah, that's the Brazilian steakhouse. But there's these uh, these Brazilian top. Uh, it's like a cheese bread that you can get, and it's made with tapioca flour. Um, we were able to get those. So I had Brazilian food with um, Asian food in an African-themed restaurant. So what you're saying is perfection. Is that, I mean. Yes. Very cultured. Very cultured. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite sweet things I got there was a Dole Whip. Heck uh, yeah. I had, I think I only had two while I was there, but that was just strictly because of how fast paced we were moving and the rain. I had my first one in Animal Kingdom. I had a pineapple and raspberry, uh, like it Pineapple raspberry float, it was called. They they put a bunch of pineapple juice in it. Uh, very good. It was very tart. If you like tart stuff, definitely go get that. 
then when we were in Animal Kingdom, they have one specific to that park. It's called like Simba's Sunrise or something. They also have an alcoholic version, so be careful with that. But uh, when I got it was with uh, strawberry syrup, the the pineapple Dole Whip, and it had a, a pineapple juice in it also. Very, very good. Um, that They were just as good as I thought they were going to be. I know I hopped them up for a couple weeks there for the Dole Whips, and they were all I dreamed they'd be. It sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and if you get the float one, dude, they are massive. Absolutely oh, massive. Oh, they, oh yeah, they're they're heavy-handed with that bad boy. Um, <laughs> what else did I eat there? I ate so much, it's hard to keep track of it all. Um, I found these really, really good rice puffs while I was there. It's a packaged thing that you can get. I got them in, uh, in Magic Kingdom. Uh I literally, when we were waiting for for lunch, we were still about 45 minutes before our reservation, and I got a bag of those and ate the entire thing. Uh, there was huh. eight servings in this bag, so they were that good. I, I made sure in one of the stores to buy, I bought two bags for my mom and one for me to bring back home. That's how good they were. <laughs> so, uh, highly, highly recommend that. You. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the disappointments on the trip, uh, I was really wanting some beignets. There's supposed to be these incredible gluten-free beignets uh, there in, I believe, Epcot. And unfortunately, the area where you get those is not open yet. So that was a that was a no-go. And oh, then the geez. yeah, then the other thing I was wanting to get, kind of fast foodie, was I'd heard all about this incredible gluten-free fish and chips. I've not had any kind of fried fish other than just homemade in several years. And I was really looking forward to it. I go and order it. And the lady says, I just want to let you know, this is a, it's a baked fish. I immediately thought in my mind, deception. Why would I want that? (laughs) If I wanted baked fish and French fries, I'd order baked fish and French fries. I wanted fish and chips. I wanted something fried from this pub that i'm in right now uh so i was very disappointed with that that was the thing i was looking forward to the very most and unfortunately did not happen uh positives though on meals we ate one night in cinderella's castle um i would definitely say you gotta really be on it or you need to have a planner if you're wanting that it was it was pretty darn good. Um, they have pretty limited menu there for uh, for gluten-free stuff, but uh, if you're not, they got a huge menu. You can get pasta, steak, uh, scallops. You know, they got a very, very large variety for you. But I think the best meal that I had the entire time there in the park was at the next castle right over. It's the it's called Be Our Guest. It's uh it's the Beast Castle from um, Beauty and the Beast. You're essentially having dinner in the ballroom of the castle when you go in. Um, they got this really cool, like, snowing uh, display over on one wall. So it's like you're inside all toasty. Even though it was July, they keep it really cool in there, and it kind of looks like snow's on the outside. So that was really neat. That's uh, awesome. Yep. They 
for appetizers, I was able to have this really, really good um, uh, charcuterie board that had these meats and cheeses on it. Uh, mm. I was trying to be as cultured as I could with some of those cheeses, but I only got through one of the three cheeses. I tried all of them, but some of them were just a little too stinky for me. <laughs> um, they smell bad or they taste bad? Well, it's just the type of cheese they are. Um, one was like a blue cheese that they have. And and when I say this stuff that you get, this isn't like what you pick up at Food City or Publix. Like the quality of food that they get is like authentic style of meats and uh like it had this chorizo sausage that um it's almost like a summer sausage it was you could tell that this was something quality you know this is one of those places that you have to get reservations to go eat like you can't just walk up there and go so uh, you're paying for it but the quality is is really really good um i opted that not to go for the six ounce filet uh ordered it medium rare and it came out absolutely perfect. It was made so well, uh, or so, so good. It was not well. That's a sin. If you get your, your steaks cooked <laughs> that way, this really good potato base. And I got mine with some, uh, zucchinis on it also. Um, they, the steaks are so good there and they're so, they're made so, so correctly that they don't even give you a steak knife. You have a butter knife there and that's all you need to, uh, completely cut this uh filet how about that yep yep really good i'd recommend uh for you you hunter there if, if you all are if y'all can swing that try to get reservations there yeah i thought that the was funny the funny thing meal. is you you texted me something about how you guys were going out to eat at, at a beauty and the beast thing and I was like, I'm pretty sure we were talking about going there. And then I double check with Brian. Yeah, we 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 want to go there. Is like we're gonna do one eat out fancy date night, and that's where we're gonna go for it. And the cool thing with your park pass, especially if you have the park hoppers, which I'd recommend. I think it's worth it, just especially if you have to leave and come back. Um, you could absolutely make that a good date place or you could spend the entire day in the park and go in there. Literally everybody's in there in shorts. So, uh, <laughs> and, and it's really neat in there cause you get to walk around and you can take pictures and they have it set up just like it was in the movie. So there's like three different rooms you can check out. Um, we had a very, we had a late dinner, both nights. So I think we were at eight fifty one night and it was like eight fifty five one night. So, um, we were literally in Cinderella's castle as the fireworks were going on. And then we were in the other one kind of at the, the last group that they bring in for dinner and be our guests. So it cleared out by the time we left. So uh, you can really walk around without interrupting anybody. Well, so, that's cool. Yeah. Incredible steak. Um, I don't know if it's the best one I'd ever had, but it was really, really good compared to that bacon cheeseburger that I'd had for lunch that day. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'd, I'd definitely, definitely go there if you could. Um, let's see anything else wanted to hit on? I think that's about it. Uh, we went to Disney Springs one day. Uh, I would recommend unless there's just something in the Disney like parks that you see that you're just like, oh, yeah, so-and-so would absolutely love this. Um, 
when you get done with your parks on your last day before you go home, go to Disney Springs. There's one. There's like the biggest Disney store there, so you can get the mugs, the snow globes, the t-shirts, animals, all that stuff that you want to get there. Uh, and it's not nearly the uh, magnitude that it is if you go to try to get something in the park. So uh, I'd recommend okay. anybody going going to Disney just take you a, take you a day, half day, quarter day, or whatever before you leave, or you know. If you decide, hey, we're done with the park at two o'clock, spend the rest of your day at Disney Springs and then just get the stuff and leave it in your car. Uh, all sorts of shopping there. You can get everything that you'd ever want for gifts and, and whatnot there. So I think that uh that about covers my trip. Uh took took us took us, I believe the GPS said it was nine right at ten hours of drive time. Uh took us about 12 hours to get down there and it took us about 13 hours to uh, come back. We drove to Florida down the coast and we drove back through Atlanta and uh, it was it's a long drive but if uh, if you do that definitely uh, <laughs> definitely take shifts and I'd recommend you either leave really really late or really really early like like 10 p.m. or 2 a.m. something like that. <laughs> wow so you said it took you 11 hours to get down there yep um obviously you're gonna have to stop and get gas um everybody's gotta pee a bunch one cool thing though uh if you go down the coast uh which for you obviously uh y'all would probably want to go through atlanta just because it'd be way shorter but we drove down the coast and we stopped. You ever heard of Bucky's? Yes. So we were able to hit hit a Bucky's on the way down. Uh, if you don't know what Bucky's is, it think of like a Love's gas station, like a tr- like a truck stop, um, but multiply it by about five, and that's the size <laughs> of Bucky's. Yeah. Uh, you can you can literally get like full meals inside, and we when we went in. Hunter, it was pure chaos. It was like every man for himself, everybody waiting on a barbecue sandwich, everybody waiting on this, on that. Um, but just going to see a Bucky's is pretty incredible. Did you use uh, the bathroom? I, uh, I didn't have to go then, but I did get me a Bucky's hat. Oh, there you go. You should have gone to the, the that's the biggest bathroom I've ever been in my entire life, and it's so clean. Like I'm not exaggerating. You're probably talking ninety urinals. I mean, I am not exaggerating. It was so many urinals, and every single one of them had its own Germex station right next to it. So when you got done, all you had to do is reach over and whoop whoop with the Germex, you're good to go. Yeah, I I was. I was waiting for Caroline um, and her sister uh, out, you know, outside of the bathrooms there. Cause there's literally when I tell you like if, if big crowd and I'm not talking about like Disney, like Disney, you can walk around and you can get away from crowds when you're in Bucky's. It's like every single person at Disney inside one building, like think yeah. of it like that. <laughs> so like it's, it's chaotic. Um, I was waiting for them and there was just too much going on for me to, uh, for me to even remember to go check out the bathrooms. But yeah, they have tons of food there. Um, I got me a, uh, I got me a Bucky's hat 
just because why not? That's the only Bucky's I've ever been to and don't know when I'll get to go again. But just to kind of give you the scale and the magnitude of this place, they have uh, gas pumps on three sides of the building and on the back are the diesel for like trucks and whatnot. A typical, the, the biggest gas station I can think anywhere around where I'm at might have might have 20 total pumps that anybody can go to at one time. Just the section that we were in, we were in the middle one, there was 68 gas pumps that somebody could be at. <laughs> like, and there were two other, two other little areas where you could go to get gas. So that just kind of gives you a scale for how big this place is. And this isn't even the biggest one. I'm pretty sure the biggest one is in Texas, and it's twice the size of the one we were at. So it's crazy. I don't want to. I'm not going to say exactly where it is because it's way too close to give away uh, location. But they are going to build a Bucky's very, very close to us. Oh, really? Yeah. You can look it up when we're done, and and you'll be like, oh, yeah. okay. But, uh, well, that's, but yeah, that's neat. That'll, that'll be the first one in uh in Tennessee, won't it? I believe so. Because I knew they were in Texas. I knew they were in Georgia. And I, and I, they might be in Florida. I don't know. But, uh, wow, that'd be cool. I'd be hitting that thing up all the time. Heck, yeah. But, yeah, man, that, uh, that covers my trip. Overall, it was a good experience. Uh, I told Caroline that it wasn't really a vacation because I was getting up earlier than I would for work and I was going longer <laughs> than I would for work. So I didn't really get much of a vacation, but it was, it was nice to, to get out and about and just to go somewhere Do that you don't new. need to go a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know how people that people that live down in Florida near it, they're just like, Hey, let's just go to Disney tomorrow. It's like, I don't know how you can just be so laissez faire about it. <laughs> it's uh it's a lot. <laughs> it's an event. It is, man, because you have to plan your whole day, and literally it's like, well, yeah, I can go back to my room, but that's an hour that I've lost, and I just paid, you know, $200 for this park hop ticket, and I want to get everything I can out of the trip, so. Yeah. But, yeah, that's uh, that about does it, man. You'll, uh, I think you all will thoroughly enjoy it, uh, and one thing in Epcot that we, uh, Caroline's sister didn't get to go to, it opens, I believe, at the end of this month or the beginning of August in Epcot's the Ratatouille area. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be a really, really neat spot. I believe it's the newest like attraction that's going to be opening at Disney, so y'all should definitely check it out. Oh, heck yeah. But yeah, man, that's uh, that was my week of, we'll call it vacation. I was uh I was dead tired when I got back to say the least. I I don't think I moved off the couch except once or twice on that Sunday uh, before work. <laughs> you were catching up. <laughs> I was, man. We cuz we didn't get back that day that or that morning until I think I finally got in bed about 4 in the morning and uh, uh we slept till probably noon 30 and then i just sat around the rest of the day man i was i was dog tired to say the least noon 30 
That's what it was, man. I woke up at lunch. <laughs> I ate and then I <laughs> sat down and, and moved as little as, as humanly possible. Well, cool. I'm glad y'all had fun. It gets me yeah, all man. worked up for. Yeah, y'all, y'all will enjoy it. Uh, definitely probably not somewhere I'd want to go all the time just because of, like I said, how much of an event it was. But it's neat to go back every, you know, if you go back every every year, every few years or whatever, they're always doing construction and building new stuff. So uh, there's always going to be something new each year that you go. So that's something that you can always look forward to. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's good to know. I, the, the thing is, everybody goes to the new stuff. So I'm excited, though. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, like I said, you want to plan your day out when you go. Um, like the night before, say, hey, we're going to hit this thing first because we want to be sure to get it done, and we'll just wait in line for all the other stuff because literally some of the rides, the, t- the wait time never goes down. You just have okay. to get there and just wait it out. So be selective in what you want. I mean, if, you, if your plan is to go to Disney and you want to ride – uh, Peter Pan and the Dumbo thing and the moving cars and you know all that stuff. You could you could probably hit I don't know seven or eight rides before lunchtime. But if you want the the new stuff, the big stuff, uh, you got to wait for it, and you're really gonna be limited on what you're gonna be able to to ride during the day. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that's mine, man. Look at us, an hour and 13 minutes talking about this. <laughs> There's a lot mm. to talk about with Disney. There is, man. It was a lot. It was uh, a lot, lot. <laughs> we, <laughs> we weren't in bed before probably midnight every single night. Wow. Yeah. Barring we had four people. We had to get back to the room uh, and I'd highly recommend if you're going, uh, definitely use the uh, definitely use the Disney transportation. Hop on that shuttle bus, man, because it it beats trying to drive there 100 percent, and it drops you off, and it picks you right back up and takes you right back to where you're supposed to be. Like you don't have to worry about traffic, you don't have to worry about lines, you don't have to worry about any of that. You just hop on and go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man, you got you got anything else? I got a a couple things, and I'll do them real quick because uh, I don't want to take us over too far. But uh, all that shenanigans stuff about that transformer ended up wrapping up pretty anticlimactically. Oh yeah, um, tell us about it. So if if you guys remember, I had a transformer getting shipped to me. Came from Amazon Japan. There was an error. My address got. Uh, automatically updated to uh address I don't occupy anymore. And so I uh, I was trying very, very hard to get them to change it. And the package was just moving quicker than customer service could get back to me. Um, it ended up going to the United States Postal Service and they gave me the tracking number for the USPS uh, leg of the journey. And I got a notification that it was delivered. I checked my camera. It wasn't here. So I left work. I got in my car. I drove to my old apartment, and it was just sitting on the sidewalk. And so I picked it up and drove off with it. 
<laughs> and that's what happened. <laughs> stealing mail. Look at you. I wasn't stealing. It's got my name on it. <laughs> um, well, so yeah, it I'm all worked out really well. It's, it's great. It is. Some people have issues with their copies, but mine is in really, really good shape and he's wonderful. So all's well, on, it ends well uh, on display in the case yet. He's in the case. Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad you're able to get there before, uh, before whoever lives there now sent it back or whatever. And you had to fight with Japan to, <laughs> to yeah. get it back to you. I just like, as soon as I got the text, it was like delivered front porch. I was like, all right, I'm going to lock my computer and I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye guys. So, and then well, the second good, thing, uh, the second story I've got, this will be a running uh, thing that we can update as, as it goes along. Um, but I'm going to do like a YouTube series on it too. So I won't go into too much detail here. Um, but the, uh, the job that I used to do at our university was very 3d printer heavy. And I fell in love with a 3d printer brand called raise 3d. And I told myself that one of my, uh, bucket list items was to own one of these machines. And I had quit looking at periodically. I would check like eBay and Craigslist and, and Facebook marketplace to see if anybody was selling one, but they, they never were or worse. It was just super stupid expensive. And so I, I kind of quit looking for a while and forgot about it. And all of a sudden I got a wild, wild hair about it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start looking again. And I found one on eBay that said it was for parts. And, um, I, I flipped through all the photos and the kicker is I've, I've fixed these machines more times than I can count. You know, I, I've been, <laughs> yes, you have, <laughs> I've been elbow deep in, in these things almost constantly. Um, and so like I can flip through all these product images and I can look and tell you exactly what is missing, what's loose, you know, what, you know. I diagnosed the thing just by looking at, at like seven pictures. And so I, I realized that, uh, that this was, this was a really good deal. Uh, the printers, it's an older model, but it's my preferred model. And when they were new, they cost $3,700. And I won the auction on this one for five ten. My man. So, so uh, it needs it needs some love. The biggest thing it was missing is the touchscreen interface, which is a, a whole component that you have to. If if it doesn't come with one, you know, then you got to buy it, and you gotta um, you, you gotta <laughs> you gotta replace it. I mean, that's that's just what happens. Yeah, you go um, around it. So, um, I go. I pay for it and I asked how much it would be to ship it here to the house. And it was like ridiculously expensive, almost as much as I paid for it to ship it to the house. So Bree and I were like, Hey, let's get in the car. We'll take a road trip. It's about eight hours away. I was like, we're going to get in the car. We're going to, we're going to road trip over. We're going to get it. We're going to bring it back. So I got some shipping clips and some zip ties. Cause I was going to make sure everything was all secure. We get in the car, we take off. We drove 
through the night almost. We stopped for a few hours at a hotel to sleep and eat breakfast the next morning, get up, shower, you know, all that stuff. Then we got back on the yep. road. So we get there and it I thought it was like a storefront, but it's not. The guy just has like a warehouse. And so he he's like, come around to the back. I'm going to open the bay door for you. So we get the printer. I uh, put all the shipping clips on it. I zip tie it and it won't fit in the car. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go through the door. It would fit in the back seat. There's enough room back there for it to lay down on its back, but it would not go through the door. So we're standing there eight hours away from home. The whole point of this trip was to go get this printer <laughs> and it won't fit. <laughs> so we run through the list. Do we rent a van? What do we do? Do we, you know, what do we do? And he's like, Hey, uh, do you have any, like, do you have any places that you can ship it to? That is, that's a commercial address because that's going to make shipping ridiculously cheap. Cause if it goes from Baydor to Baydor, it, it's cheap. And I was like, you know what? I just so happened to work at a place that has bay doors. And my <laughs> boss, my boss told me that I could send personal things to my work. If my heart so desired, not sure why I didn't think about that before this, but here we are. So he runs the numbers and he can ship it to work for a lot cheaper. And so I'm like, you know what? I think what we'll do, we'll just leave the clips on it. We'll leave the zip ties on it. It's secure. You strap it down to a pallet and you ship it to me. I said, so, you know, I'm thinking like this, like we had fun on the trip, but it's a little disappointing to not be able to bring it home with you. But the kicker, the kicker is I got to look at it. I got to examine it. I got to make sure everything was a-okay and I got to secure it for shipping in a way that he would have been unable to do. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is fine. This is fine. We had a good time. You know, it's not, it's not a trip that was worthless. Right. As I'm about to leave, he goes, Hey, before you go, I'd like you to look at this other one I have because I have another one just like it. And he, I, I told him about my job and, and how I was used to these things and what I knew about him. He says, to be honest with you, I would rather sell it to someone who knows what they're doing than somebody who doesn't. Because these printers, he, he like leases these things out to either universities or businesses. So this printer was a lease machine. So he'd leased it to somebody and they had just taken all these parts off of it and returned it to him in pieces. And he's like, I don't know enough about them to fix them. So I just offload them on eBay to cut my losses. And so I'm sitting here thinking like, holy cow, I got this thing for a steal, right? So he's taking me back to look at this second one. And as we're walking, I asked him if it's got the touchscreen with it because the touchscreen is by far and away the most expensive thing to replace. And mm-hmm. he says, yes, it does have the touchscreen, but it's not attached. And I don't know if it works or not. And so we get back there and we look at it and it's in a little bit worse shape than the one that I've picked out. Um, but it does have the touch screen. And he's like, I tell you what, I will sell this to you for the exact same price as the other one right now. No muss, no fuss. I said, you know what? I would love to have two of them, but getting married in October, I'm going to pace myself and I'm only going to stick with the one for now. I said, however, what do you think about this? 
if you were going to sell this to me for the same price with the touchscreen, what if you just give me the touchscreen to go with the one I've already paid for? And he said, okay. <laughs> so, he hand, so he hands me the touchscreen. I walk out the door with it. <laughs> so my printer's on the way and I got a touchscreen for free. And Cody, I'd like you to guess. There are two values here. There's a value of the touchscreen if it works. And there's a value of the touchscreen if it's dead as a doornail as a trade-in credit. I'd like you to take a guess at how much it's worth new and how much it's worth for trade-in. Worth new, I'm going to say that it is a $450 component. And if it's a doorstop... That's going to give you a $150 credit. Brand new, worth $685. Woo! Doorstop, $260 in store oh credit gosh. towards a new one. Does it have something in it that they strip out? I, Some kind of metal or alloy or something? I, I don't know, but regardless, he. I, I, so I spent, let's, let's just tally this up real quick. I spent... This original retail, $3,700. Five ten to get the printer plus some tax. Two sixty to ship it to my work. He gave me a touchscreen, which at the very minimum is worth two sixty. So that automatically removes my shipping cost. If the touchscreen works, and I really think it will, I have saved four hundred plus dollars <laughs> on parts that I need to buy for it. Oh man. So, none of that would have happened had we not driven to go try to pick it up. <laughs> so, what a trip, man. So, it was it was an experience. I don't know when it's – I think the printer will get here either tomorrow or more likely Friday. Um, well, with, uh, with the, the group that you work with, you all probably have that thing up and running in about a day. <laughs> yeah. So the the good news is it's in great shape. And I mean, I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I, I kind of know what I'm talking about when it comes to these things. Yeah. I have seen worse from the ones that we had at school. These are taken. These look like they've been taken really good care of. Somebody just tried to take the screen out of it and they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. Is really what it looks like. So. Odds are this is a perfectly working machine that just needs to be pieced back together for all in all like $800. <laughs> and now too, since you got the you know pieces that you know need replaced, you can get better quality if there was ones that weren't uh, yeah. up, to, up to par from what would come with it if it had it and you know get you better extruders, oh, yeah. better plates, gonna... things like that. I'm definitely going to pour some money into it upgrades wise. The only thing that I can think that would be an issue that I, I don't know about cause I didn't, I didn't open it up or like take it apart or anything. Um, if the main controller board is missing, but I don't think it is. And the drivers that are in there, their little driver modules, those things usually need to be replaced after a while just because it's like changing the oil in your car. They're just, they're yeah. consumables. They just run out. So worst case scenario, I'll swap. So I am over the moon happy with 
the price I paid for this thing for the quality that it is. It needs some love, but I'm totally capable and confident that I can bring it back. And I got a free touchscreen. Man. <laughs> so. And you got to have a uh, quick road trip. So that's all. Oh, yeah. We had fun. so much fun. We had so much fun. So. Well, what's uh, what's what's Bree's part in this going to be? Is she the, she the cheerleader for, for getting this thing built? <laughs> she actually talked me into it because ah. I was... I saw it and I was like, what if, what if, what if, what if, you know, and I was like dreaming about it and I was all, you know, in la la land about a a potential project. And then I told her, I did all the math and how much, you know, it would take to, to fix it. And I said, honey, this is just, this is just too much. We need to focus on paying for the wedding and we need to focus on paying for the, for the venue. And then, then the, you know, and the honeymoon and all that stuff. And she said, she said, why don't you just go ahead and get it now? pay that awesome rate for it. And then worst case scenario, we'll stick it in the garage until after the honeymoon and then you can work on it. And so if she hadn't talked me into it, I would have just kind of bit my lip and and ignored the eBay auction and, you know, kind of cried softly as I missed out on this thing. But she talked me into it. And so, you know, just, just every turn of, of getting this thing has been, the deal has just gotten better and better and better and better. And I'm kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop for me to find something weird that, that needs a little bit. I'm like, Oh, there it is. Like there's the catch. But I just, I'm having a hard time. Like I, I've, I've it, laid eyes it only, on it in person. <laughs> it only displays in Latin. <laughs> it's a dead language, Cody. <laughs> but I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking this is going to be like an absolute steal. And, uh, and really I'm getting away with it just because of the experience I've got. And some people just don't know what they have. And he admitted that to me. He's like, I don't know. I, he's like, I just lease them. He's like, I don't know anything about them. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, it's not like you're, you know, you're going and getting that from somebody's little grandma who, you know, just has no idea what it is. Like if you're in the business of doing something like that, Eh, I, I don't feel bad for you. Uh, <laughs> you get you basically giving this thing to me. Yeah. So I mean, it like it would be an event. Like if he was to have said, "I'll you know I want you to fix this up for me," it would be an undertaking. So I can understand. You know, even me who knows what I'm doing, like it. It's a little bit of a it's a little bit of an undertaking, but I'm happy to do it because yeah. I like these these machines. And just for so. reference, for those of you that don't really know about 3D printers, uh, you know, normally when you get them, they might have like a 8x8, 8x10, something like that, build plate, and, you know, their <laughs> desktop. This is like an industrial size and quality printer, like oh, universities, yeah. um, uh, businesses, research labs. Those are the ones that get this size and this quality of printer it's it's a big old boy it the print volume this is not the size of the machine this is the size of the thing it can make so the print volume is one foot by one foot by two foot tall so it's it's a monster yeah the printer itself is almost three and three quarter foot tall 
yeah, this 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 is definitely going to get its own table. <laughs> <laughs> it's on casters. It sits on the ground and you roll it around. That's how it works. <laughs> so, well, man, I'm glad you uh, glad you had all that that good luck to come to you there. Yeah, because of that though, like like you said, it'll it's only going to display in uh, display in Greek and. Yeah, I'm waiting. Use a a European plug. I'm wait. I'm waiting on that. uh, I'm waiting on that other shoe to drop and the catch to reveal itself. But um, fingers crossed, it won't be anything crazy. But you know, like obviously having something like that is going to be super nice. But just you know, the the project itself is really what's going to be fun with it. Restoring it, getting it to that place, and you know, saying you literally brought something back from the dead. You know. Yeah. Oh, and I even forgot to, I forgot the best part. So I called the manufacturer. I called Raise 3D because in order to get like a quote on a touchscreen, at that point, I didn't think I was getting one. To get a quote on a touchscreen, you have to email them. It's not something they just sell on their website. You have to, you have to email them and they, uh, they give you a quote about it. So they're like, what do you, they're like, what do you need this for? Because it's a little weird to just say, hey, I need one, and I don't have another one to trade in. They're like, what do you need it for? And I said, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I am looking at a printer on eBay, and it needs a touchscreen, and I um, I need to buy one. And they were like, cool, we're going to give you a discount. <laughs> <laughs> so I told the guys, like, this is basically my classic car. Like, this is me going to a junkyard, dragging a body home, and and working on it. That's that's what I'm yeah. doing with this thing. He's like, he's like, right on. <laughs> We're gonna help you out. <laughs> that's cool, man. I'm glad they're, uh, yeah. they're willing to work with you. I, you know, that's one of those things that if you're able to restore it, some some pieces of equipment just can't be restored. So that that one will, I'm sure, help help them because if you're able to restore it, and then you could probably, you know, when you get it done, be like, hey, I emailed you back. I emailed you four months ago and uh, I was able to bring this thing back. It just shows that it can be worked on and, and be, yeah. be salvaged. That's cool, yeah. man. So I'm glad you're having a good experience so far. So far, so far, fingers crossed that it stays a good experience. So yeah, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Unless, uh, well, like I said, You'll you'll get it there, shipped to work, and uh, you all have that thing running in in a day or two. Yeah, I fully expect everybody to. Uh, <laughs> Especially expect if you get something on to, a pallet, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to beat people off with a stick. I think they're making fun of me for it not fitting in the car, but then I. Uh, <laughs> then I think that as soon as it shows up, they're going to be like, Oh, we, we want to touch that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They'll, they'll enjoy it. That's, that's something you get a, you get a group of like-minded people together with something fun like that. Uh, work can wait. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I know this will be probably a longer episode than most, but hope you've enjoyed it and hope you enjoyed the, the Disney uh, rundown. It was quick and dirty. Well, not really quick. It was long, but uh, my fitting an entire week into 52 minutes. So, you did a pretty uh, good job. Well, thank you, sir. 
So we'll we'll keep up with Hunter's uh, Hunter's printer escapades as the weeks go on. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, go and uh, follow the YouTube page, follow the Twitter page, uh, share share our uh, video if you can on Facebook, wherever your uh, social media presence lies. Uh, one note of business: T-shirts. I have got the design finalized. Uh, just gotta get the website made out. It will be done this week, and it, as soon as we gets done, I'll tweet out the link for it. I will uh, make sure to put the design there on, on the Twitter page also, and I will do my best to make sure that we can get uh, the link into some, if we if possible, onto the Spotify description. Definitely, we'll go through and add them to the YouTube uh, YouTube videos. So, shirts are coming. Please, I hope you enjoy them. Uh, I've I've had uh, had a whole lot of fun going through and trying to find just the right design for them. So, uh, <laughs> I wanted to go. You know, it's it's like a mullet. You know, it's business in the front, party in the back. So, uh, Heck you're able yeah. To. <laughs> so this this is a shirt that you can wear to the store. You can wear it to church. You know, whatever you want to do. So, some babies. Thank you so much for listening, Hunter. You got anything else? That's it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right, be on the lookout for that stuff, and we'll uh, we'll get back with you with the next one as soon as we can. Hunter, been good talking to you, my friend. Good talking to you. And good talking to you all. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. See you, bye.